Hey everyone, welcome to God's Gang Podcast. It's been a minute. Welcome back. Welcome. We haven't recorded since <laughs> June, June I think. June? July, August. It's now middle of September, almost. Yeah. And we're finally getting back to an episode or two. Or three. Finally getting back to <laughs> Yeah. You know what? We never really introduced ourselves for a long time, like who we are, our names. What is your name? <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? I'm who's, David Kashane. Who's talking? <laughs> and part of God's Gang Podcast. Go ahead, introduce yourself. I'm Kelly Carrier. I am also a part of God's Gang God. Godcast. <laughs> Godcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am Dylan Carrier and also a member of God's Gang Podcast. And I am Beverly Kashane, co founder of God's Gang. <laughs> co founder. <laughs> President and CEO, <laughs> treasurer, treasurer, <laughs> CFO, whatever those titles mean. Social, social media, oh, social marketing, marketing. <laughs> it's funny. It's like you do real simple things, and but you're actually filling a role. You could have put a title to it if you want marketing. Mm-hmm. You're the marketing. I run the social media. <laughs> yeah. So we come back to. Check in, see how everyone's doing, and do a little bit of a catch-up since our last time we had our podcast. Life has went on, and uh, things have changed, and there's new things. Big things happening. Big things happening. So we just want to catch up with that and clue everyone in what's going on. You know, we've been quiet for a while. But what For our loyal four listeners. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Our peak five or six loyal fans (laughs) over there. One is going to be with us on the next episode, probably. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so how's everyone been? Really good. Um, it was a really good summer. It seems like Saskatchewan summers fly by. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for um, Love Ministries, how they give us a kind of break just to enjoy family. And summer. <laughs> summer, yeah. Able to do summer things. Mm-hmm. And, um... But, uh, Dill, how are you? Good. Yeah, definitely the summer's gone by too fast. It was kind of sad when we had to put the boat away. <laughs> <laughs> put the boat away and everything, get it winterized, and been very busy at work, um, hunting, busy Which hunting. I don't think we announced it, that you're a foreman now of your... Yeah, I'm a foreman. RM. Of where I work now, which I never thought, I told Kelly that I never thought I'd ever be in charge of eight guys. Oh, yeah. You know, like leading a crew. Mm-hmm. Never thought I'd ever be that. I was just happy with what I did, you know, mm-hmm. like greater build roads and everything. I was the main guy that they come and look for that needed something done, right? Like, I was okay with that. And now it's. I got to find the right person for the right job. And the eight guys all are all are all good at different jobs. So it's it's getting easier now to find who I need for yeah, a certain job that's coming them. up. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's getting easier now. And at first it was hard for me to sit back and watch. I always wanted to get in a machine and do it. 
But now I just, I had to learn to sit back and just trust the guys that are doing it. So now I just sit in the, my service truck and mm -hmm. check on the RM, check on some emails and stuff. And it's very busy position. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I never thought I'd ever be in. No <laughs> one, no one talks about, there's this gradual change, but that happens when you're like, when you're younger 30s, mm -hmm. when you're transitioning into your older 30s, all of a sudden there's like this responsibility and I don't know when it happens and I don't know when the grown-up aspect clicks, but all of a sudden I was telling Dale today, I was like, when did we grow up? Like, when did all of this click into um, place? But then I remember even being when I was younger, thinking like, oh, my parents are like 37 they're so old. Mm -hmm. They have it all together. Yeah. And now being in that age, I'm thinking like, I wonder how they felt, how I felt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't, I still don't feel like I have it all together, but just trying to, but yet faking it to yeah. me, make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I want to ask my parents, like, how do you guys feel now at your age? You know, mm -hmm. do you still feel like how I feel right now that I feel like I'm in such this frontier in this I've I've never been here before, but every age you grow, like one year, it's like wow, I'm I'm at this other frontier. I've accomplished something else. I don't know. It's just it's just it's like the word today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just boggles you, but it makes sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, was a good word, David. I was yeah. kind of thinking yeah. about that too yesterday, like how we're getting older. Because yeah. yesterday, um, our Friday night. Um, I was like wicked tired, like ready for bed, like 10 o'clock. And I was like, no, I want to stay up a little, a little longer because I don't want to be up wicked early. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I want to sleep until at least like 8, 9 o'clock. And then I was like, man, when did I get to this age where on the weekends I'm waking up like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning and like mm -hmm. sleeping in is like 9. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. like oversleeping. And then even when Dylan was talking about how when he's like at this age and he never thought he'd be in charge of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember growing up in this little town, Anaheim, and my dad was a welder and he was a crew chief and he was like the same same age as us now. And he was like in charge of like a group of guys. And I was like, I wonder if he felt like that at that time too. <laughs> like, yeah. what the heck am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Growth is definitely gradual, eh? Yeah, because, like, I think uh, you see it also on your kids, too, like, the way they develop and stuff. Like, Harmony, you know, just felt like a couple of years ago she was a little toddler. Mm -hmm. Now she's, like, going to be 14 next month. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. And yeah. in high school. Yeah, yeah she's now Started gone to the regional high school, high school yeah. Grade 9. <coughs> so it's crazy. Time just keeps on going. Yeah. So, Beverly, catch up on you. What's new <laughs> since June? Since, well, one big thing is we announced that we're pregnant finally. Yeah. Yay. Yay. After, <laughs> after so like 13 years of trying. <laughs> so, you're, you're okay saying we're pregnant and not I'm pregnant? No, it's me by myself. <laughs> I'm the one going through all you're, these pains. Yeah. Just kidding. You're um you're a little more old school saying that <laughs> we're pregnant. <laughs> expecting in January yeah. of 2024. 
over the halfway mark. That's going to become so quick. I know. Yeah, yeah. Especially with Four like Thanksgiving away. and Harmony's birthday and Christmas and David's birthday. It's just going to come so fast. So you're going to have Harmony's. No, Thanksgiving, Harmony's. Yeah. Christmas. Christmas. And then David's. David's. And then Baby. And then Baby. Then Beverly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because you're in March, your birthday. Four or five months. Five months, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah. you're going to have a little boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you said that already. Boy. No, I didn't. No. Oh, okay. So the, um, what do they call that? The anatomy scan mm-hmm. of the ultrasound last week. Well, it was actually a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah. They had to do a ago. second one because they couldn't measure some random things. But uh, we found out we're having a little boy. So, which is really, I'm happy about that because um, when, when Harmony... When Beverly was pregnant with Harmony, I wanted a little girl, and we couldn't find out right until Harmony was born, oh, wow. and then there out came a little girl, and uh, I was very happy about that. It was like, um, it's almost like, at that time, I, I didn't really have a relationship with God at all. I was in like in a state of rebellion or whatnot, and, uh, but then, I don't know, I just felt like God heard my prayer at that point, and I don't even know if I prayed about it, but I, I it's like God knew my heart. Mm-hmm. My desire in my heart, though, even though I was in rebellion to it that, at that time, and I had this little girl. And then, uh, you know, fast forward uh, 13 years later, when Beverly has is pregnant, we find out, and I was like, oh, man, I really hope it's a boy. And Beverly's, I hope it's a boy. And then people are prophesying all these things. You're going to have a little boy and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, what well, we'll see when we get the scan, you know? And we find out it's a little boy. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you knew it already. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to be one of those people that like puts all their faith in one thing and they get crushed yeah. when, when something doesn't go their way. So I was like, I was kind of, I don't know, but I was happy anyways. I was blessed. And, and it's something that I've been desiring for a long time to have a little boy and, um, so I'm happy about that it's when so the day funny comes. Too, on that, when the scan was happening, when we were trying to figure out, when she was like doing all the measurements and stuff, and then she's like, "Are you guys gonna figure find out what you're having?" We're like, "Yeah," and they're like, "What do you think you're having?" We're like, "Both, like a boy," and then she's like doing the scan and like going <laughs> over all of all of her baby, and then all of a sudden you see his legs, and then all of a sudden you see like his little private parts, <laughs> and then she's like, "So you guys want to find out?" And I already seen it, and I was like. I'm pretty sure that's what I what I see. And then she's like, we're like, yeah. And she's like, well, there it is. You see his leg, see his other leg, and then you see that in the middle. You're going to have a boy. And we're like, yes. <laughs> 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 and it's so funny, too, because the whole scan, too, he was, like, wiggling and wouldn't stop moving. But then when she was measuring that, and all of a sudden he was, like, still. <laughs> yeah. Take a look Active, at this. Yeah. <laughs> Just proud. It's real obvious, yeah. <laughs> That's what makes you a boy, right? (laughs) (laughs) We can agree on that. (laughs) And then something cool happened last night too, David. Do you want to? Oh, I don't remember. (laughs) You finally got to feel him move. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That was really cool. Like several times too. Yeah. Because like baby's been pretty darn tiny up until this point, eh? Yeah. And I was laying there and I was like, oh man, he's like moving around so much. And so I laid back on the bed. We're watching a uh, TV, and I was like, "Bring your hand." And I put it, like, put his hand there. And then I was like, "Come on, baby." I was like, "Move." And then also he's like kicking around, and David was like feeling his little kicks. And They're like little flutters almost. Yeah. yeah. 
mm. pretty strong, like and and like uh, constant, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Yeah. Sounds like he's a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> a football player. You know how people are like, oh, he's just kicking, and and it's his soccer player. Yeah. yeah. No, he's a he's a drummer. Drummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Whatever this child does, I'll be happy anyways. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to David too when he found out his boy. I was like, are you ready to be a sports dad? <laughs> I was like, what if our boy also is into like hockey, hockey. and football and yeah. baseball and all this? Because like me and David are not athletic. Of course, Harmony's not athletic. We're like kind of all like on the creative side. And I was like, that'd be so different if this baby comes out and he's like yeah. real athletic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Um, well, we were talking about that again the other day, and I was saying, hey, I really want to watch hockey. Like, can't wait till the hockey season starts. Mm-hmm. And then she's she's like, well, you're probably getting ready to, you know, be a hockey, hockey dad. dad or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll gladly get into that stuff if that's But the most supportive mm-hmm. hockey dad. So oh, I was yeah. like, you know, you know, instead of like, go out there and win, son. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, you know what? Have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. Be safe, yeah. <laughs> Make someone laugh. Make someone laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like one cracking jokes all the time. Yeah. yeah so that, that would be kind of cool. I don't know. Like, I was thinking about darn sports and how darn expensive they are. You know what I mean? There's yeah. some of them that are how more. How consuming they are, too. Yeah. So it's going it, to. It, but. You know, whatever may happen, I would support it anyways and and uh, all that stuff. And I think I was saying by that time, you know, I'm sure we'd have a little more money to be able to pay for these these uh, trips and equipment and uh, fees and dues and all these types of things. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's different because then when you see your child love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't after you don't care. Yeah. Because yeah. I know White has a football game in Swift Current. And uh, we were just like, we're just going to send you on the bus. We're just, you know, like, cause mm-hmm. that's, uh, and finally I told Dylan, I said, no, I want to go. I want to be there. I don't, I only have the one, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to go and I want to show up to every game I can. I got to sit with Apostle Sims and um, I was really um, sharing my heart um, that it's for my family. It's for my son. And um, I've, I almost felt like there was this like, religious condescending thing hanging over me because mm-hmm. I wasn't giving my 100% to the gospel. Mm-hmm. Then he said, no. He's, and then he prayed that off of me, right? He said, right now, he said, you're calling to be a wife and to a mom to that son. Mm-hmm. And if you have to go to those games, you have to go to those practices. He said, I went to every one of my child's. He said, mm-hmm. I spent a lot on my kids. Yeah. He said, and if I could tell these y- young ministers to do that too. Yeah. Your family and like, you know, go to every practice, support your child. He's like, that would make a whole world of a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I felt such freedom after because oh, yeah. I was really self condemning myself, right? That because I felt like, oh, I took a step back from yeah. my role. Mm-hmm. But Apostle was like, no, no, that is done with you. That is done with you. Quit whipping yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with a wet rich. cloth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So inside joke. Yeah, inside <laughs> joke. So I felt such freedom and now I feel like such now like me and Del were like, what are we gonna do? Are we just gonna travel up there during the day and come back? Are we gonna get a room? Like we're just really trying to Especially wide now he's moved to defense and that's yes. what I played. Mm-hmm. So now he always asks me of 
techniques and stuff. And when he does a good play or something, he gets up and he's looking around for us. He's looking for yeah. his dad, right? Yeah. And oh, then yeah. I, I, so I'm thinking like, I think it's so important just for us, t- just to just go to Swift Current, mm-hmm. spend that money, just go there because if he does a good play and he's looking for his parents, mm-hmm. you're right, and we're like, yeah, yeah, because right now that's like yeah. his life, right? Yeah. right. That's all yeah. he has. Oh, yeah. So like, it's that if you show up for that. That means the world to him, but if you're not there, then it's kind of like a little bit of heartbreak almost. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I don't want that at all for him at all. I, I remember I was in sports and volleyball. My parents were always busy and gone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if I made a good play and I was thinking, maybe they just showed up. Yeah, oh. Not that I forgive them. I'm, yeah. I'm totally <laughs> over that. Right? But still kind of like, oh, they weren't there to see that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But excited. Exciting times because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Shane's For getting sure. a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that's really important topic to kind of touch on. I'm glad you did talk about that because I think, you know, the whole family aspect, um, uh, I think people don't understand that that could be a godly <gasps> thing too. Yeah. Like just spending time with your family. Like yeah. people might think that that's like, Oh, but where is, you know, where is the Bible reading that? Where's the worship in that? Where's the ministry part of that, yeah. right? Well, that could be ministry itself, man, like yeah, pouring into your family. Because you're building these kids up, right, to yeah. show the love and to be there for other people, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, no, this is more important. Church is more important than yeah. your kids and stuff, which is not true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Church is more important right now than how you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, but... And that I know that's where how we were raised, right? And mm-hmm. it was kind of driven really hard that your works, your works, stay busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like, how could I talk about a good God when I'm arguing with my husband at home mm-hmm. and almost like, hurry up, get ready to my kid to come sit in church, right? Yeah. And I'm up there saying, like, God is such a good God. There's such peace in my home. Mm-hmm. And then my <laughs> husband and my son are sitting there being like, She's a wicked liar. And it's, like <laughs> <laughs> and it's like one of you sleeping on the couch yeah. and not talking yeah. to each other, but in church yeah. also you're holding hands yeah. and like, oh, he's so sweet yeah. to me. But it's like, it's like still have God first, but yeah. it's like his family's still like really important yeah. and up there too. It is, yeah. I think the the whole, people always say, you know, God, um, family, church, and like, you know, work and duties and all that type of stuff. And for a long time it was probably... God, church, family, (laughs) then work, or even God, church, work, and then family down at the bottom there, Mm -hmm. right? I think, you know, like, to give some people a little bit of merit from back in the day, um, there was feast or famine, like, like, we're kind of moving into that place right now with, like, inflation and stuff, so we're getting a bit of a taste of how rough it would have been for a couple generations back when they had to really survive on little pay and the kind of food that they brought in and um you know there wasn't trips to the grocery store every couple days it was like maybe you'd go pick up some supplies like once a month or something Mm -hmm. like that right and um so it was like really you worked hard and hard and hard and hard to to be able to feed your family right now we don't have to work as hard to feed our family these days too at the same time and um talking about ministry like some of these people must have just got um saved got a lot of zeal and they wanted to start a church and they wanted to build all this stuff while their family was really young. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And they could have completely missed out on a lot of these milestones inside their kids' family or yeah. their kids' lives and stuff. And 
And um, unfortunately, you know, those, those could be traumatic things too, mm-hmm. because um, one of the contributors to a lot of addictions out there is abandonment. Yes. A lot of people have abandonment issues, you know, there's... Oh, there's gamer mates in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I wish I could do like a good um, Hungarian, good boy, mate. Uh, yeah, I just know he talks really, he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people on there, they're going to, well, that's Italian or something, I don't know. But anyways, so a lot of uh, addictions and stuff and dysfunction within families, within men and women um, is really because of abandonment issues. You know, they're, they're, their parents weren't there. Maybe they didn't even grow up in the home that their parents came from right they were raised by their grandparents maybe they're put into the system but that's it's so important because you see it inside the word too as well right because we have yahweh the father um god and then you have jesus the son Mm -hmm. you know that 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 whole respect and that whole relationship relationship. yeah yeah that's like gets family right is is, what it is but it is god in the end like but he kind of models for us that that whole whole trust yeah direction yep someone to um lean on yeah someone to go to for advice exactly so there's like there's there's all that and there's like the discipline that a father would give to to his son and uh, but of course, because like Jesus had to go away, you know, he had to seclude himself and go and pray to the father and to seek his father, even though Jesus was fully human and fully God at the same time. Right. I was sh- sharing that today. It's like that's a little bit hard to understand sometimes the Trinity and the way that whole uh, the dynamics of that work together. But like, you know, the father is separate from the son and the son is separate from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is separate from the father. But like those dynamics are there to kind of show us that's the kind of relationship that God has established family right yes, now. Yeah. And what is under attack more than anything right family. now? Family, right? Yeah. This world hates family because the enemy hates family, yeah. right? And that's why there's so much discord and there's disunion and like confusion uh, with identity, kids and identity yeah. and all those issues because enemy wants the family Let's to be wipe torn out down. this next generation yeah exactly yeah. they'll be so messed up and confused and you thought things were kind of messed up and confused in the 90s with grunge and punk and all of these people rebelling against things it's like this is something this is more like covert and like yeah. undercover and yeah. it looks like people are, are claiming and reclaiming their uh their identities and stuff but it's like no they're putting on false things upon themselves man and it just adds to more confusion in which mm-hmm breaks down the family in the end which god has set up like god has instituted this and we can't say anything against it and 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 and, and our lives will only work to their fullest if we're able to operate in that family Amen. dynamic right Amen. so that's super important yeah. to to pour into that family inside your life it's like your, your dad understands that you know yeah. in, in his in his uh, wisdom he'll he'll he remember he was talking about one family that wasn't showing up to church and all this kind of stuff a lot of other pastors and apostles would look at that and they're like, "Oh, they're they're messing up and they're not they're not coming to church and all this stuff." But your dad, I remember him saying, "He's like, you know what? They're taking care of their kids right now. They have lots of kids to take care of, and uh, that in itself could be a ministry too as well." Yeah. You know, they're taking in kids, they're taking in all these people. So to bring a whole whack load of kids to church, you know, every single Sunday may not be the most feasible thing, especially, you know, when Kelly's talking about just trying to get Dylan and Kelly and Dylan and Wyatt to church. Yeah. <laughs> and could you imagine a, a whole bus load of yeah. 10 kids trying to get them all dressed and prep fed and, you know, all of them are crying and all this stuff. You know, that's ministry in, it, in itself too, you know. 
and ministry is like uh kind of like an outward expression of our our relationship with god too as well so that's true what you're saying like if i'm up there worshiping and saying oh god is good in my home there's so much peace and all that and then you guys Yelling are just bickering like <laughs> yeah. half hour before that <laughs> you know it's it's i don't know that stuff the the words speak and stuff you know truth but yeah so um where where did we go from there i was talking about family and like what this child would kind of look mm-hmm. like we don't even know beverly eh? yeah yeah what do you think about everything. Yeah. What do you? Yeah, I'm just excited to see what God has because every time we were prophesied about having this baby, is that everyone's like, um, God gave you your daughter for you, and your son that's coming is going to be for Him. For yeah. Yeah. And then even. The one Apostle Sims was here this past <coughs> summer too. He was like, "As your baby grows, your ministry is gonna grow." And he like gave us that word, and I'm like, "Wow, what does that mean?" It's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, because like, how fast and quickly are things gonna start moving after this baby's born, and mm-hmm. are we prepared for that? Oh yeah. And he's like, right now in this time, he's like, learn as much as you can, take in as much as you can, and. I've been trying, but my flesh is weak. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tired. No yeah, energy. you're growing a whole person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It takes Sweet. a lot. I can't even imagine what that's like to be having to nourish a child inside you <laughs> while feeding yourself. and. Especially that baby wants KFC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby wants KFC. <laughs> there was one time that that happened. You're watching Little Bird, and they oh had yeah. KFC on there, and I was like, David, I want KFC. And so we had to, like, pause the episode, and he went and got KFC for I supper. Know. It's, you know what? If you don't think that advertising doesn't work, if you think <laughs> advertising doesn't work, yeah. it works. actually works. Yeah. Like, yeah. really. And um, these businesses pay a lot of money for their products to be in movies and stuff. Like, oh yeah. if you ever see a Samsung phone, um, that's not they there pay. by chance. It's, uh, they they yeah. pay lots mm-hmm. of money. Yeah. Millions. Yeah. Yeah. When I see a MacBook in a movie yeah. of a student going to school with a MacBook, yeah. guess what I needed? Lies. You needed yeah. a MacBook. I needed a MacBook to go to school. That's yeah. lies if students are having MacBooks <laughs> in school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they must have rich parents. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of privi- privilege there anyway. Or some severe credit card debt. Yeah, or credit card <laughs> debt. <laughs> Students uh, doing well in with finances <laughs> in school <laughs> and having like a three thousand dollar a month apartment. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the movies are so fake, eh? <laughs> I get a kick out of how fake movies are these days, man. Yeah. So what else is new? I don't know. I feel like there's a lot, but it's yeah. so hard to catch up over the what three months that we were gone. Yeah. We went on a trip. You guys went on a trip too, eh? You went to Minnesota? Yeah. yeah. For, um, to watch the Vikings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How old did he turn? 38. Holy crap. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was good. You saw, wait, wait, no, you didn't watch football. You watched uh, baseball. baseball. Uh, yeah. The Blue Jays. Jays, and who's the team uh, over there? Twins. Twins, twins yeah. Twins. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. An experience in itself, yeah. eh? Yeah. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. And it's just, 
I thought it was crazy outside. The they had a bunch of police officers. Yeah, and they all loaded to the yeah. max with ammunition Which and guns, like, like it's SWAT gear, big, kind of thing. yeah, <laughs> big automatic rifles and everything. Like they're ready for anything, so eh? Holy crap. Yeah. Well, with how the states has been, like any big event, there's always something happening. I know. So it's like you gotta expect it. Yeah. yeah. And at Walmart. Walmart. And, and at the Mall of America, wicked cop cars in front of every doorway. <laughs> yeah. Holy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really scary. It's mm-hmm. actually yeah. kind of you. You know, we take for advantage, Yorkton. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really I think we do. Like, there's nutty people in Yorkton, <laughs> but none yeah. of them are going to be coming out there and just like we could stabbing people or anything yeah. like that, unless they really wanted to. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like with the Blue Jays, it was very. We w- got in and out there pretty quick. Like there yeah. wasn't like you had to wait an hour to get yeah. into the stadium. It's like you walked up and everybody just. Bolted into a aisle or whatever and went right through. Checked uh, every kind of food you could think of inside. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I want to go there someday. Um, down Sunday? to that area, Minnesota. On Sunday, I'm going to go to okay. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> today yeah. after we're done after here. After we're done here, we're throwing our head. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just want to go to that that whole region in general, like uh, Minnesota, yeah, Wisconsin. Wall of America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mall of America is like, you got to do two days. It's butter country, man. They it's like, have you got to do two They're all about butter? I just love it. I had stomach aches. You can't, <laughs> do, <laughs> you can't do it in one day. <laughs> no. No. You got to at least do two days. And then no. there was still like a zoo. There was so much. Yeah. So much. Even like river, t- like, because it's the Mississippi or no. I have no idea, but a huge lake or river that goes river? by it. Oh, yeah. I was just, and it's, you wouldn't even think you're in a city, how much trees. Yeah. All of a sudden you just kind of turn off and there's a whole like subculture of one part, you know, it'd be like mm-hmm. driving off thinking I'm in Regina. It is the Mississippi. Is it? Oh, yeah. nice. That is the Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. I thought it was kind of like the middle of America. The Mississippi went down. No, like mm, I'm pretty sure Mississippi river is like one of the largest rivers in the States. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. You could go on a. Like, there's stuff you could tour, because uh-huh. we were right downtown, but, yeah. yeah, we needed a few more days, but we just didn't think, no. hey. Yeah. Plus, it kind of prepares you if you want to go back to, like, yeah. that you know you did this little part already, so you have more time for the yeah. other. Yeah. And definitely make Four. more, book, Four levels. book more time. Yeah. You know, like, we only booked a week off or a couple of days off or whatever, so I had to get back. But, man, for a thousand bucks, I think we paid about 15 Canadian. Mm-hmm. No, about 14 uh, we paid. I don't remember. It was crazy anyway. <laughs> I was like, I don't feel <laughs> like we had enough. The yeah. conversion rate <laughs> yeah, is pretty. Yeah, it was like, oh my goodness. I don't feel like we have much. Mm-hmm. So it's the way it's been for a long time. Like there actually was one point, I think it was like 2008, where the conversion rate was quite well. When for they had their, 89. their uh, what do you call recession? it? Recession? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's around the time the recession happened. It was pretty even. It was pretty even. Yeah, yeah, and I remember that where I used to work, move furniture. The guys there, that's when, yeah, our conversion or whatever matched or whatever. Our yeah. house was better. They they spent like $500,000 and bought American, American currency. Oh. <laughs> they're like, this is our time to buy. And they bought, I saw it was like 500000 I think they bought worth. Wow. So just got the whole bunch of just, American yeah, money. And just bought it. And, and then, then they'll just kind of. Yeah. Went back to normal. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I was like, holy smart. smokes. And I didn't know nothing about it then either. But yeah. these two twins were smart. And Boneo money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they bought a lot of currency. That was crazy. Yeah. You guys, BC, hey? Yeah. Yeah, I went to BC. Took our annual trip to Victoria Island. This one was, f- like, funner, yeah. for lack of better words. It was, words. like, less stressful, too. Although that yeah. one road from Kelowna to Merritt, that oh. was horrible. Hey, I was, was like, fires? crying. No, no this was them. before the fires, yeah. Before. It was, like, a week after we left, I think. That's when they were starting. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, r- like they kind of somewhere north of Kelowna or something like that, and then eventually went to Kelowna. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Keep going. But anyways... Um, that one road from Kelowna to Merritt, it was so crazy because we were like on the top of a mountain, like literally top. We couldn't see yeah. anything else. And it was like straight drop off. Oh. Like <laughs> a lot of, and I had to keep my head down and I was crying and I was like so scared. And then David's like just quiet and he's like trying to console me. I was like, nope, just just leave me alone. <laughs> well, you were like uh, uh, when that was happening too because we were ascending because you're constantly ascending yeah, yeah, and then yeah. there's a little bit of reprieve and then you're ascending again. Um, while that was happening, I was just listening to music jamming and I had one hand on the wheel and the other hand was just kind of like Uh-oh. off to the side yeah. and Beverly's like, I didn't notice this, but she is slowly like just falling apart beside, him, beside me. <laughs> and all of a sudden she's like, can you put both of your hands on the wheel, please? <laughs> and I looked at her and all of a sudden there's like real glassy eyes. So I was like, okay, all right, time to smarten up and be serious here. <laughs> Cause, Cause it didn't help. Cause it's like, what, was it like single lane there for a while? There's a bunch of construction on there. And we were, like, right <coughs> next to, like, the drop-off, the right? Edge. And Dave was, like, just kind of, like, driving normally. But then we kind of, like, weave because of, like, the wind and stuff. And then the cars are, like, passing and stuff and catching up, speeding up and slowing down because of the traffic and stuff. And I was, like, <laughs> just losing it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, trying not to. I was, like, praying and everything. But I'm really bad Tinkle? with heights. I don't know. Did we? I feel like we yeah, might have seen one or yeah, two. We did in uh, Kelowna. Oh, okay. When we were did going we? from our campsite to Kelowna. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because. Um, seen marmots, too. <laughs> yeah, little fat marmots. Mm. Uh, when we went up there, we went and spent the night in Brooks at a hotel. And then we made it to Kelowna. And we camped for two nights there. And then we made our way into Kelowna. Well, it was like half an hour outside of Kelowna down a super windy road. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Was like had to drive like 30 on there to go to the campsite you're talking about yeah yeah that was like really windy it's like just like that like a, i don't know what you figure just to get to the because you're basically coming off a mountain within the stretch of like yeah. less than a kilometer yeah. mm-hmm. so you're constantly weaving to get down to the bottom yeah, and at our campsite it was really nice yeah. they had like really nice uh campsites and there's like a waterfall a little hike across the road which we went and enjoyed. <coughs> and then after Kelowna, we went to the island to visit his sister. And from there, we spent, what, one night, two nights. And then we went to a different place where they had a uh, celebration for Joshua's grad, his nephew. Oh, yeah. And we were there for the weekend. It was just constantly, like, kind of go, go, go. Yeah. But it was still, at the same time, very relaxed and just chill. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then we came back to their house for a couple of days. And then we left to, where did we make it to that time? I don't know. We stayed in Salmon Arm. Salmon Arm. Oh, yeah. And that was a a time. I had a little (laughs) bit of experience. It was just weird because, like, we stopped at this Mexican restaurant, which is a good restaurant. Like, they had good food. so good. 
but the servers were kind of being snooty or something like that. We, we stepped in there and none of them wanted to like seat us. Like they all ignored us. And then we're kind of like, I don't know how long we waited there. Maybe a minute, a couple minutes. Yeah. Standing at the door. And and then there was, we seen one table open. We're like, let's just go sit here. And we sat down and we had the menus on the table and we're sitting there for like five, 10 minutes maybe. And then finally a waitress didn't say nothing. Just came, dropped water and cutlery off at our table and then left. And then we're like, "Hmm, you want drinks? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, uh, we were like trying to choose what we wanted. And then those girls kept walking past us. I think there's like three about the same age. And they're all like just kind of kept going back and forth because it was small, but it was kind of lots of tables, maybe like 10. Yeah. And they were all busy. And then we we're sitting there kind of waiting for them. And then out of nowhere else, and this guy comes and he's like an older Mexican guy. And we were assuming he was the owner of the place. And then he kind of came and took our order. And he's like, I'll give you chips and salsa on the house for waiting. And we're like, okay. And then he came, took our order a little while later. And then he came, brought our food. But this whole time, those girls just like kept kind of like almost avoiding us, it seemed like. And we kept looking at each other. We're like, what's going on? Like, is it us? Because I didn't assume it was race. Because there's like Middle Eastern people there. There's like all different colors. Mm-hmm people there so i was like can't be race i was like unless it's like just indigenous people (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i was like is it the way we're dressed because like we just dress t-shirt and jeans kind of thing and then uh we were just like enjoying our food the food was so good and then finally we're like all right let's go and then i went to pay and then i was like this whole time I was like, man, what the heck's going on? So I asked the waitress. I was like, I just had a question. That's when we were checking out. Yeah. yeah. We were, I went to go pay the check and I was like, I just had a question. Why didn't you guys serve us? Yeah. Why weren't you guys coming and checking on us? And she's like, what? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm sorry. We were just kind of busy. And I was like, I was like, no, you guys like were looking at us, kept walking by us. I was like, why didn't you? offer us refills or someone take our drink order and she's like well who sat you and i was like nobody did we were standing there waiting and i was like we just found a table and sat down and she's like oh i'm so sorry and she like kept apologizing and i was like no it's like but like it wasn't being rude or anything i was just like genuinely Mm -hmm. genuinely curious and she just kind of kept apologizing and i was like (laughs) i was like all right then i was like just want to let you know the food was delicious though and then I just kind of, like, left, and I was just, like, annoyed the rest of the evening, just, like, wondering what the heck happened and, like, why they were being like that. Yeah. It was just such an odd experience there. Yeah, and, like, we drove through a few times through Salmon Arm yeah. in the past, and, I don't know, you kind of just, there's one nice store you could stop at there. It's kind of like a, it's an Outfitters or something like that, and it's, it's really nice, and there's a craft store that's attached to this thing. We normally stop there all the time, and this is only what we see of Salmon Arm. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful little town city and it feels almost like it could be in saskatchewan that's what i feel like like the people that are there are a little more laid back and roughneck around there um so but if you if you ever go to bc there are different people over there yeah nice i don't know if i would say they're well i mean they're they're nice but they're they're um i don't know they're they're very progressive okay you know and and Mm -hmm. like liberal yeah, yeah like liberal, liberal, yeah, <laughs> progressive liberal. 
and they want uh, your pronouns. Yeah, <laughs> all that kind of stuff, and, and you feel like they're they're nice in that way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like that, you go to certain places in the sit in the mountains. People are different, different areas. But closer closer you go to the coast, that's where people get really like progressive and liberal, and you could. It feels kind of fake sometimes. Oh, it's <laughs> annoying. Hey, yeah. Swing back to Saskatchewan, at least I know if they like me or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, I was telling Tina one time, because she's lived there for 10, over 10 years. Yeah. Um, I was telling her, you know, sometimes I'd rather take a, uh, a racist conservative over some pronoun liberal person or something. <laughs> 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 at least they'll be honest with me. Them. Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, and they believe, like, maybe they believe in truth to, to some degree or something <laughs> like that. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so that was BC and then um, on our way back from Salmon Arm. And then we got well, to... Well, even after we ate, we went to our hotel room and we were running into problems with our credit card and checking in. Yeah. And how we had to, like, pay for the room and, like, the deposit and stuff. It was yeah. Like it didn't work out like the other rooms that we had. Yeah. And, like, we... St- it it was a Fairfield Mar- by Marriott. Yeah. And we stayed at those health hotels before and we had like no problems. But mm-hmm. this one is just like Salmon Arm. There's just something up with Salmon oh. Arm and like on our trip. And so we like prayed and I don't know, what was that one scripture you said? Something about. You have to remind me. Uh, I forget what it is, but it's like. Jesus wept. Just leave. Them. <laughs> 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 it's like if, if they kind of come against you, just leave them in the. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to um, uh, dust your feet off. Yeah. Yeah. So the people don't accept you, don't receive you, just shake the dust off of your feet to that, as a sign to that place that they do not receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just move on. So we kind of did that and then just kind of started over the next day and we made our way to Drumheller where we camped a couple nights and we got spoiled with the campsite in Kelowna with how nice it was. Yeah. <laughs> we showed up to Drumheller and it was like an old baseball <laughs> sign <laughs> in and there's like no spot to check in. Yeah. And then... The showers were just in this little kind of like little trailer. trailer. <laughs> yeah, it was a trailer <laughs> it was shower. Like, uh, it's like super tiny and like kind of dirty. And it was good that our neighbors helped us out with yeah. checking in, telling us like what the haps happenings were of like where we get wood and all this stuff. And they kind of like made it a lot better because at the time when we first checked in there, our first setup, I was like, I kind of want to just go home. Yeah. <laughs> You guys ever see that documentary on Firefest? Yeah. Yeah? That's how it kind of felt when we pulled up there and you're like, what is this? Let's turn around and get out of here. (laughs) Because even the road into the campsite from the highway, it was just like a pile of gravel. It like didn't even seem like a... They built it up, yeah. It didn't even seem like an actual road and we're like, what is this? And we like went into this bush and turned around. around Also, we've seen like a couple of trailers and tents and stuff and we're like... Okay, I think this is the place. <laughs> <laughs> we finally found our stall, and it's just like a little stuffy kind of area. Yeah, yeah. Drum Beller is is a strange place too, as well. Like, there's nice parts of it where are meant to be tourists drive through mm-hmm. that part. Yeah. But once you go into the the belly of of Drum Heller, it's a dirty little town, man. <laughs> oh my goodness, everything feels run down and old, yeah. and it's just people there are a little bit rough too, as well. Like. You tell there's a like, problem maybe with some addictions and all this type mm-hmm. of stuff. and Interbreeding. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. <laughs> yeah. And so we stayed there for two nights, eh? Yeah. And <laughs> one evening we went into town. And it was like the whole time we were there, there's like threats of thunderstorms. And we we're like just staying in a little tent. But they kept just passing yeah. us. They'd probably go over the 
actual town of Drumheller, <coughs> and we were like five minutes out. But we kept hearing the thunder and the rain and stuff, but none of it would hit us. Mm-hmm. And then one evening we went into town to the Walmart to grab some like food and stuff. And it was like real dingy and it was like closed <laughs> at like nine. <laughs> and then we, we were like, let's go to, let's go get a fountain drink somewhere. And we found a 7-Eleven. Oh yeah. The 7-Eleven was like super run down. It was like one of the most ghetto 7-Elevens. <laughs> There's like fruit flies all over the fountain oh machine. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, let's not get fountain pop. Let's just grab a bottle or something. Well, David just has a little sippy cup. and. <laughs> 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 The drum heller is a weird place, man. Because <laughs> it's, it's draw is the Tyrell Museum, right? Yeah. And that place is pristine. Yeah. It probably cost more than the whole city cost <laughs> to build, man. And even that uh, world's tallest dinosaur you can climb up oh, yeah. the stairs in. That park, too, is nice. It's yeah. like a little civic center and spray park there. Super nice. But, yeah, and then finally we kind of went. We wanted to go to these sand hills, these sand dunes. And so we had to go down this one in highway. Yeah, on the way back home. And so we went down this one highway. And good thing we filled up and we had our drinks and stuff. Because like that whole like hour and a half, maybe two hours, two hours to the yeah. sand dunes. There's like no no gas stations, nothing. Oh. No towns even. Yeah. yeah. Well, if there was, a, there were like little villages with Probably five like houses. houses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I like that trip though. I mean, like that drive. Yeah, it was very peaceful, but it was like. If you go down that road, you got to make sure gas yeah, up, fill up, have snacks, have your drinks. Use the washroom before you go. Yeah, and be prepared to pop a squat if you need to go. Yeah, <laughs> just nothing but cattle down that road in yeah. the fields. That's all it is. And we and probably met like four vehicles on yeah. that highway too in no like cops. a couple hours. So you could really sail down that road and it's pretty straight and a little bit of winding, but no, it's a, it's a good, awesome road. And then we went to, stopped in Leader for lunch, Leader Sask. And then it was a good place. Hey, they had good yeah. burgers and stuff. It's kind of like a little walk up. It looks like one of those old school. Um, I don't know where they bring food to your car back in the fifties and sixties oh and stuff God, like that. Yeah, it looked like it would have been that at one point. Yeah. But you just walk up there and order your food, and then they yell at you. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good food though. And then they had like a weird little tourist area with like little statues of like little oh, yeah. animals <laughs> and like this huge lawn chair. <laughs> And we took a couple pictures, and then we finally made it to the sand dunes, which was, it was such an odd experience seeing those huge sand dunes in the middle of, like, fields yeah. and stuff. It's like you're in a different country. Almost, it's like somebody brought a big, giant helicopter full of sand and <laughs> dropped it there. So it feels like, but mm-hmm. y- you could almost go, like, uh, you feel like you're in the desert. Mm-hmm. Like you're in, I don't know, Arizona or something like that, wherever, Nevada. That's what it feels like for that and then you can really walk like probably five kilometers i want to say maybe that or is that killing it i think it was less than that i think it, it said like two maybe okay it's like a t- 15 minute walk they said yeah all on those dunes and yeah the one we went to was like the smaller one and you can see in the distance like this huge area of just sand yeah and then yeah we spent like half an hour there like okay we see seen what we needed to see <laughs> yeah and it was so weird because we were going down this like gravel road and it turned into sand and then it had a sign it was like private property this is owned by so-and-so and protected by so-and-so and it was like somebody's actual like field <laughs> and you had oh, to like yeah. go in and we're like 
this are we even in the right place and then also we made this turn and also there's like both 10 vehicles there they're all yeah. at the sand dunes it's one of the weirdest places to get down like kind of hard to find because there isn't a lot of like uh tourist signs to draw you to this place because i don't really know if it makes any money either to draw it to set up these signs and someone to take care of it and whatnot but it is like a um a ecological preserve or a yeah something like that yeah that's protected or something like that so people can't just like haul the sand out and <laughs> put it put it on the roads or something i don't know yeah that was our trip pretty much eh? yeah and, uh, and we made it to regina we were like just so burnt out oh we just yeah. stayed in the hotel room and slept and then the next day was kelly's birthday we made it to red lobster had some good lobster or no i had shrimp yeah i don't know what i had admiral's feast which is lame now <laughs> Red Lobster's pretty darn lame now, I find. Their portions went down. Yeah, everything went down <laughs> in that place. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you get wicked, good, big, long lobster legs. Now they're just... Yeah, they're like tiny. They're little lobster yeah. legs now. <laughs> little lo- baby lobsters. But they increased their price because that used to be 36 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's now like 40 45 Yeah. Get rude. Yeah. Admiral's I'll Feast. <laughs> I'll still have my birthday <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Yeah. So that was a, uh, say that's a sufficient, <laughs> go ahead, you got something to say there, Beverly, looks like. I don't know, I was just going to say pretty much the same thing. Again. Yeah. That was pretty much our trip and our summer. Seemed like we were really busy over the summer, couldn't even do much. Mm-hmm. Had a lot going on. Even ended up in Winnipeg for your work retreat. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Fun stuff. Winnipeg. Got to go to Ikea. <laughs> yeah, that was my highlight. When we left Winnipeg, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, that that town grows on me every time I go to it. At least the regions that I look at, I didn't never went to the ghetto parts of Winnipeg. So I like Winnipeg until I go to those rough parts. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> it has a small small town feel to it. I don't know if anyone's mm-hmm. really experienced that, but anyways, enough about Winnipeg. Let's close this off. You guys have anything else to share? No. No. Okay. All right, then. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Mm-hmm. Next week, we have a guest. We have a guest coming on next week. He's booked in from a week from now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to join us for our special guest that will be sharing their testimony, Avery Belanger. Belanger. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. So God bless you guys, and we'll catch you next time from God's gang. Bye. See ya.